Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans, and welcome to this Wednesday edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Taylor Quinn, and today I'm joined by my producer, Kara Slay, and my co-host, Kalani DeLuna, and later another co-host, Audrey Pasias, will be joining us. We've got a fun show planned today where we'll talk about Texas State athletics, and we'll also get into some NBA and MLB talk. But before we get started, let's throw it to Kalani for a word from our sponsor. Twin Peaks Restaurant, Sports and Bar is the sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located North Vaughn, Frontage Road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos. Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Thank you, Kalani. To start us off, let's get into some Texas State volleyball. The Bobcats split its two-game series with Louisiana over the weekend, making them 3-3 three and three in conference play now. The Bobcats lost three sets to two on Saturday after a back-and-forth battle. The Bobcats started off that game hot. Samantha Wunsch had eight kills. The team had no errors, but they had a, far, a hard time finding a rhythm after that. You know, what are your guys' thoughts on this two-game series? Um... This game over Louisiana, the first game on Friday was definitely, it was a great game. It was a block party. There was just <laughs> blocks after blocks. Um, I just think that the Bobcats just need to get back to like playing all as one together, as you said, you know, just find that rhythm again after being down for so long. Yeah, I I mean, like Southern Miss is currently 2-4 in conference play. And I think Texas State has this opportunity to win this game um, if they like, like you and Kehlani said, uh, if they work together, communicate together and um, do what's best for the team. Um, and I mean, they have to w they have to win this to prove that they are still fighting hard as well, because I mean, they've been fighting, but I mean, not hard enough, you know, like against all these other opponents um, and Bobcats play South south alabama next friday and saturday who are undefeated in their conference play so winning this um game really just sets forward the tone for south alabama yeah i know coach hewitt expressed his frustration after the second game against louisiana saying how you know it's the little details the bobcats need to work on and they need to improve and get better each game and really work on communicating but like Karis was saying, you know, they play Southern Miss and Mississippi on Friday and Saturday. What do they need to do to get back on track in conference play? I feel like they just, like we've talked about earlier in the past, like having these star players out, I feel like someone is obviously going to need to step up and just work on communicating and, yeah. Yeah, I just think they're making, like Sean Hewitt said, they're making silly mistakes, like silly little errors that really count up to a lot of points like when you keep making those mistakes those points are going towards the team and the point and you know it's a quick game it's quick points I mean you can get ahead really easily in volleyball especially if you go on a serving run like those silly little errors like can't keep happening and you know the Bobcats they keep making them and it's it's making their plays um making them lose games um and a lot of them at this point. Yeah, exactly. It's the little things that are really killing the Bobcats in late in some of the sets. But 
Some of the Bobcats did have did end in a really good game. Like Ryan Torres set a new career high for assists with 55. Samantha Wunsch, new career high for assists. So our players are playing well. It's just, again, communication and the small details. But again, Texas State Volleyball will be taking on Southern Miss on Friday at 6 p.m., so make sure to tune into that. But moving forward, we're going to start about talking about Texas State football. The Bobcats lost a very close game to Louisiana, 34-30, making them 1-1 one one in conference play now. I mean, this was a this was a tough loss, especially because the Bobcats, <laughs> they did not trail until there was two minutes and 21 seconds left in the fourth quarter. They had the lead all game, and Louisiana ended up blocking a Texas State punt, and they were able to convert that into a touchdown. And the Bobcats are now 0-11 all-time against Louisiana, unfortunately. <laughs> but, I mean, what went wrong in this fourth quarter? <clears throat> um, fourth quarter... I feel like these games has just been our defense. Like, our defense has been killing us. Like, we've been saying our offense for the Bobcats have been amazing. Like, we can't complain mm-hmm. about our offense. It's just about our defense in the fourth fo- quarter and, like, just finishing it out. Yeah, I think they're just getting ahead of themselves at this point. I mean, Texas State is two wins away from bowl, bowl eligibility and, like, bowl play, which is really something that... I think every Texas State student is rooting for. And I think like, you know, the confidence uh, can turn into too much or um, just like picking on the little the little things and beating themselves down about it. I think it could go either way. And honestly, GJ has really been lifting up this football team and bringing Texas State back onto the map. So like these next three games are at home and their final conference play is against Coastal Carolina and Carolina. And I just think that this weekend is important to important win for the Bobcats and sets the tone for the rest of the season and what it's going to look like and maybe maybe be in bowl play. Yeah, well, next the Bobcats are taking on ULM on Saturday at Bobcats Stadium. And even though the Bobcats did lose to Louisiana, they still hold their best record at the halfway point through a season since 2011. <laughs> So what are your guys' thoughts before kickoff going into this game? Um, this game this weekend, um, like as Kara said, if they're working for that bowl game, is a game they're definitely going to have to win because the Bobcats are in a three-way tie for second in conference with Louisiana, Arkansas State. So this is probably this is definitely going to be a statement game this weekend for the Bobcats. And yeah. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the Bobcats have a good chance. Like, I think... Um, they definitely hold their own and they definitely know what they're doing and know what to do against all these teams. They, they really have been, they've been doing great really, in my opinion, um, staying from past seasons and what we looked like, you know, students didn't even want to go to games before until, mm. until this year. I mean, students are showing out and showing up because they know that our, they know that Texas state football team is good and the, they, they know how to play football. You know, now they do. So <laughs> Exactly, and I do think Coach Kinney plays a big role in that. He's very confident in his team. He speaks very highly of them. He wants the best for them. And I'm super excited for this game. You know, Texas State's offense has been putting up huge numbers at home so far. They're 10th in the country in total offense overall. And ULM is coming into this game 0-2 in conference play. And again, talking about Texas State offense, they've just been lethal. TJ Finley. And I also want to talk about Ishmael Mahdi, 493 rushing yards over the last three games. And on Saturday, he ran for a career high 188. I mean, the offense is no short of amazing on this Bobcats team. It's really the defense I think they have to work on. They need to be able to close out games. It's We've seen Bobcats have a great first half and then they can't 
close it out in the second half, especially in the fourth fourth quarter. So defense is really going to have to hold it this Saturday. But again, the Bobcats will take on ULM on Saturday at 6 p.m. And it's a blackout game. So for anyone going, you know, wear black. It's also family weekend. So it should be it should be a fun game. Bring your parents, bring your siblings. Yes, family. there you go. Go to the tailgates. <laughs> have fun. But we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to discuss some Bobcat soccer. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. Welcome back. I'm your host, Taylor Quinn, and I'm joined by my producer, Karis Lay, and my co-hosts, Audrey Pasillas and Kalani De Luna. Next, we're going to get into some Texas State soccer. Texas State is coming off a 5-0 road loss against ULM, which is their largest margin of defeat since 2015. And ULM is a very tough opponent. They're great in possession, and the Bobcats clearly struggled against that. Texas State only got two shots off the entire game compared to ULM's 19. So I know the Bobcats are looking to bounce back as they are going to travel to Virginia to play JMU. I mean, what does this team really need to do to get back on track? Again, I feel like this team just needs to, like, step up, like, communicate more. As we discussed in Wednesday's VCR, it's the lack of communication that they're having. And I feel like that's what's bringing their game down. Yeah, I mean, I agree. They have to create more opportunities for themselves. Going a whole game and only getting two shots, and only one of those shots was on goal, There's, you're not setting yourself up to win. If they even want a chance to, to win a Sunbelt Conference championship, they they got to be able to score. They can't go a game without scoring and very little shots. But, I mean, Audrey, and let me pass it to you. I got you, girl. All right. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Um, so Texas State as a whole got swept this past weekend against Louisiana. So that's, oh, guys, oh, my God, that's that's pretty bad on its own. But, I mean, ULM came in hot with five goals, which is something you don't hear a lot in soccer. I know I'm not a real big soccer girl, but I know five is really rare when it comes down to that. But, I mean, the Bobcats, like you said, Taylor, they came in with two shots the whole game with one in each half. Victoria Meza putting up a shot early into the game at the 11th minute. And a name I don't believe we've mentioned before, Lucy Hart. She also made a shot attempt at the 83rd minute. Both were unfortunately unsuccessful as ULM goalie Michaela Leal was able to get there before the ball did. But, I mean... Like Grace Reddick said in Monday's episode, ULM came and they played their game and the Bobcats didn't. But I'm really excited to see them this weekend against JMU. They just have to really self-reflect uh, self and have have them brush it off because, I mean, that's all you can really do. You can't dwell on the loss when you know you've, you're going up against a tougher team later this week because I know it's... Um, they haven't beat JMU in a while. Yeah, right? I know. JMU is another very tough opponent they're going to have to say. That's right. <laughs> I know it's not going to be easy, but you got to keep rolling. All gas, no breaks at this point. Yeah, I think I think the best thing for them to do on on Friday is to start off hot again. JMU is a very, very talented team, good in possession, just like ULM. So they need to be aggressive and they need to bring out the heat and bring it early if they want to win. But again, that will be on Friday at 6 p.m. in Virginia. But moving on, we're going to be talking about our Tuesday tally. We, we post it every Tuesday on our Instagram. We ask a question. Today's question was, will Chris Paul win a championship with the Golden State Warriors? And Audrey's pulling up the results right now. So, so what do we got on that? All right, y'all. So we did post that on the KTSW Instagram. If you didn't go, um, vote. I'm going to plug it right here. The KTSW Sports. Sports Instagram. And the poll came out to... 27% said yes, he will finally get his ring, as 73% said no, this is not his year. 
So I'm going to pass it to our host right here. I'm going to have her start her off. <laughs> okay. How do I start this? So Chris Paul only signed a one-year contract. And if I'm being completely honest, I don't ever see this guy winning an NBA championship. <laughs> I agree. I completely I, agree. I never see Chris Paul winning a championship. Yeah, he's a great point guard and everything. And I think he will help the Warriors do well. I think I think he's better than Jordan Poole, you know, having a veteran who... And he is not going to be expected to carry this team like he has for other teams. He obviously has Steph Curry, another veteran point guard. But do, do any of you guys actually think Chris Paul will get a ring with the Warriors? Or did everyone say no? I'm... Mm, <laughs> I, I don't... Okay, I voted no. I think I voted the right one because I don't watch the NBA. <laughs> I'm don't sorry, so um, uh, I, I'm more of a baseball fan, but I'm going to start getting into NBA and see how it goes. I don't know. I, I'm not going to mention what I was gonna, just about to mention because it's completely off topic. Um, we were talking about this off air, Taylor and I. I... Chris Paul, he's, this is not going to be his year, she said. It's a one-year contract deal. I don't know. There's a lot of young players on this Golden State. Like, still, like she said, we have Chris, I mean, we have Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, like, Draymond Green. Like, that's their big three. It's kind of weird to see how, like, Chris Paul's going to fit in. And I know, like, over the summer, there's been some beef between, like, Draymond and Chris Paul. Like, Draymond, like, literally just said flat out that he did not like Chris Paul. So I don't know how that's going to build, like, their team chemistry. So I'm curious exactly. to see. A reason why the Warriors have always been so good is because of that chemistry. And it, it got ruined last season after the whole Draymond-Jordan Poole incident. It really, it really broke the connection. So it'll be interesting to see how Paul makes it work. But the other day, Steph Curry says playing with Chris Paul so far has been super fun he's enjoyed being able to play with such a great veteran point guard like that and Steve Kerr also says that he thinks it's almost like they have six starters with when yeah. they have Chris Paul because now <laughs> they still got Andrew Wiggins Steph Curry Kevon Looney Clay Thompson Draymond Green I mean that's lethal to me <laughs> but let me ask you this Kalani if you don't think Chris Paul will win do you see Steph Clay and Draymond winning another championship um not anytime soon like I wouldn't say for like 20 to 24 I don't know I just feel like there's just a lot of young teams right now that are like killing it and like we were talking about the Suns I feel like they were gonna do something this year like step up especially with them now having a bench so this season shall be fun but I don't see the Golden State Warriors like winning a championship anytime soon well I have a question what what do y'all think the top two teams who are gonna play against each other in playoffs are gonna be like personally like who do y'all want and who do y'all think i just have an answer for my tuesday tally i'm like i can't even answer that question for you. <laughs> i'm gonna leave it to taylor and kill yeah <laughs> honestly because the season hasn't started i'm i'm not exactly sure i think definitely on the west we'll see the nuggets coming up big again like last season mm -hmm. i think the lakers and the warriors will be contenders and i'm actually excited to see what the kings are gonna do they made pretty good playoff run last year and they've improved a lot so uh, honestly at this point I couldn't tell you who I'm gonna see in the playoffs right now yeah I I agree I couldn't tell you either like I'm excited for the Bucks with Giannis and um, Damian Lillard I just want to see what they're gonna do out there um the Celtics too me and Justin kind of talked about this like last week's episode but like Jason Tatum like it's year seven like he needs to like step up like he's obviously been killing it but like I don't know. It's like every year he's been making it to. He always falls short. He always it, falls short. There you yeah. go. Those, those are my words. He always falls short. So I don't know. 
Um, a team that's also been surprising lately is the Utah Jazz. Their roster has been very young. It's a fun, like, just energetic squad with all these people, and their defense is absolutely going to kill. So, I don't know. I think the NBA starts the tw- October 20th, I believe. So I think it's in, like, 13 days. Yeah, I think so it was we, two weeks from yesterday. So, we're going to tune in because the NBA is going to be starting soon. I'm I'm so excited. NBA. I love NBA. <laughs> Basketball is my favorite sport, so it, it should it should be a good season. I'm excited to see. But Audrey, did did you say no to Chris Paul winning an NBA championship? Let me explain. So <laughs> All right, y'all, just a reminder, I am not an NBA girly. I am an (laughs) NFL girl to heart, but I did make an attempt for my research just so I can really give y'all my input for Tuesday Tally. With that being said, I'm going to side with Karis and Kehlani here and say I do not believe Chris Paul will win a championship with the Golden State Warriors. Terry's looking at me like, oh, I'm sorry. It's a death stare. (laughs) I know, literally. (laughs) But here's my reasoning, and I'll, I'll try to keep it short and correct me where I'm wrong. So... CP3, the point god, whatever y'all want to call him. He's <laughs> he's coming into his 18th season in the NBA. You know, he's been around since LeBron joined the league as well. So he's getting up there, you know. He has the experience, the knowledge, everything you can think of. He's got a great resume playing with the Suns last season, Oklahoma City, the Rockets, the Clippers. Y'all know the spiel. I'm giving you everything you know already. But prying away from Paul, I know the Warriors traded Jordan Poole for Chris, right? Who I know yes. is a fan favorite. Yes. Right? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> he was one of the top performers for the Warriors last season, averaging about 30 points per game, along with around five assists per game. So, statistically speaking, why would you trade trade a player like that for someone? A veteran. For it, Chris Paul. You it know really I mean? all started with him and Draymond. I yeah. think that <laughs> was like the tip of the iceberg. And then he just really didn't perform in the playoffs like the Warriors expected him to. to. Yeah. And right. I think. The chemistry of the team just was gone after that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if y'all remember in the 2019 playoffs when the Warriors beat the Rockets. They had a little little chant in the visitors' locker room in Houston. Enough said there. If you look it up on your own time, but I mean, it would really be iconic for Paul being the reason why Golden State wins an NBA championship because of what happened then. But overall, I think Chris Paul is an outstanding point guard, but with Golden State, they might not be able to put a ring on his finger. Yeah, and I think this is his last opportunity to get a ring, if any. Like, I'm pretty sure Stephen A. Smith has been talking about that, too. (laughs) But another big thing is if he could even stay healthy. Yeah. That's always been part of a problem. If he can't stay healthy, then with him, With him being 38, like, do you think he's going to retire soon? Or do you think he's just going to try to keep going? I don't know. I think it really, <laughs> oh gosh, because he only signed one year with the Warriors. I don't yeah. know. I think he'll go somewhere else after and retire, but I, I don't, maybe in the next few seasons, but not after this season. But do you guys want to <laughs> get into some MLB playoffs? Oh, talk? do I? Know I. You didn't oh, care. do I? <laughs> All right. Astros beat the Twins 9 to 1 last night. Now they now lead the series 2 to 1. Yes. That that home crowd in Minnesota got real quiet real fast. Yeah. You know, you know Minnesota, they they were chanting we want Houston and you know what happened? Last time a MLB team chanted that, they lost. Yep. <laughs> so I am super excited. But like I mentioned before, Taylor, I know we talked about like, oh my, is is the Astros even going to make it to the playoffs? I told I told Taylor, I was like, if they do, if they win the division, it's by a hair. And yeah. look at me. I was right. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Look at me. laughs> but also I know that 
there's some Ranger fans in the studio. Okay, I'm not a Rangers fan, but last night's game was. They, was I mean, crazy. I mean, the Rangers. I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? The AL's winningest team this season went out losing three games to zero. Yeah. I mean, it took two innings for the Rangers to just be like, yeah, they're done. Yeah, I mean the the Rangers postseason like they are the first team like postseason as Oilers are swept for the first time since May 2022. The Rangers were able to sweep them under the rug like that's kind of crazy I'm gonna be if the Astros win tonight they play tonight at like 6 6 p.m in Minnesota uh they I hope they win do you think they're gonna <laughs> do you think they're gonna clinch um, the series tonight? I don't know There's, but I'm I'm <laughs> what is the series right now is it like it's two to one it's two to oh. one so this is if they win they this game to. they advance and they play against the rangers dude Ooh. battle and of texas right there that like the lone <laughs> star battle is that would be star. insane it, really interesting. Yeah, yeah i'm i really can't wait and i do want the astros to win i want to see that competition that rivalry like <laughs> dallas and houston like houston Houstonians are going to be say, chanting we want dallas and then they're going to be yeah, chanting we want houston sick. like it's really hard because honestly, as a Texan, just with pride, like <laughs> I, I mean, if any Texas team goes, then that's fine. But I mean, I really do want the Astros because I'm, I'm a Houstonian at heart and you know, Houston doesn't, I mean, Dallas is okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if the Astros will clinch tonight. I think the twins are going to be looking for revenge, especially after they missed so many opportunities last night. I'm pretty sure they had bases loaded while they were trailing five to zero and they couldn't capitalize on it and couldn't make an opportunity happen. But, you know, let's get into some NFL now. Um, Monday night football. Did y'all watch the Raiders Raiders Packers game? Like halfway and I got bored. <laughs> to be honest, I'm sorry, Cares. It was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the the oh. Raiders got it done, but it wasn't pretty. I was more watching for my fantasy team. I needed Jacoby Myers to to do something, and I tied. Nice. He got 20 points. I needed 21 from him, and I was very upset about that. But there's there's a lot of matchups this week. So I mean, what's y'all's matchup of the week, and who do you think's gonna win? Well, who is playing for Thursday night football, actually? Who's playing tomorrow? It's Kansas. Broncos, Chiefs. Broncos. Uh, right? Yeah. Well, Broncos country, let's ride. I mean, you know what? <laughs> oh, wait. You have the Broncos beat Oh, girl, Chiefs. no. I'm just trying to, to hype them up. I mean, you know, Except they need love. that hype right there. I mean, exactly. we saw uh, the Chiefs, you know, they've been doing well lately. Travis Kelsey's been you know, popping off lately, you know, I don't know if it's like the whole Taylor thing. I mean, I don't even <laughs> want to get profiting. into that. He's yeah. profiting. He's profiting off of this. We it's, saw that poll a couple weeks ago. If you yeah. haven't listened to that podcast, go ahead and look it up on KTSW Sports on the oh. Spotify little plug right there. <laughs> but I mean, I'm all in for the Chiefs. I'm not a big like, what what division are they in? The AFC? I'm not a big like Girl, you know me. I we ride with them boys. I'm not gonna bring that game up today. <laughs> but um <laughs> I will be going for the Chiefs today. I'm not a big fan of Russell Wilson. I love my Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, so I'm just gonna side with them. They're gonna win by by a long shot. 
I'm no, pretty sure sure. Kelsey's still questionable for he. Yeah, he he's got, hurt. Right. right, he hurt his ankle, and he said he feels like a grandpa and he feels <laughs> super old after getting this injury. So, <laughs> I mean, having no Kelsey could definitely change the game and give the Broncos a chance. But uh, Kalani, what's your matchup of the week? Okay, I just looked right now. My two matchups this week. Okay, so the Jets and the Eagles are gonna be a good game for Sunday night. Um, who else? The Seahawks and the Bengals. I don't know. I'm curious to see how. Joe. Joe yeah. Burrow just signed Yeah, out. I want to see what Joe Burrow is going to do this year. I mean, this week, because I know yeah. he's been having a rough season. Exactly. So. He he struggled the first few weeks, but last week I think he finally got a rhythm he back. Him back. and Jamar Chase, yeah. for sure. I think they got their, their little connection back. But um, I don't know. Seahawks defense is just, we'll see. There's something else. Yeah, so those are my two matchups of the week. I mean... Obviously, uh, the Eagles game, like, that will be interesting. I, I am somewhat of an Eagles fan. Eagles, Chiefs, Packers, Texans. I'm learning this are, I, I know. I think everybody <laughs> is. Honestly, I'm just all up in the air. Um, but obviously, Texans versus the Saints, I'm just, you know, Houston at heart. But they Texans are currently 2-3 in their season so far. And C.J. Stroud, I mean, what a rookie, mm-hmm. right? Like, he... He's like one of the top and he's doing really good. I think he's going to put Texans back on the map just a little bit. I mean, obviously he is a rookie. It takes time to like acclimate, acclimate to teams, but I think he's doing really well for the Texans. Yeah, my matchup of the week, I'm going to have to go Lions versus Bucks. I mean, the Lions have surprised me a lot this season even when they didn't have Amonra St. Brown or Gibbs they were still able to you know drop 42 points against the Panthers I think it'll be a close game especially because the Bucks just came off a bye week so um, but I'm excited to to see Baker Mayfield and watch this team and hopefully Amonra is back and he can help my fantasy team out <laughs> a little bit more. Um, some a game that I'm also like curious to see what happens is the Vikings and the Bears, only because Justin Jefferson is like out. He's gonna be out with the um, hamstring injury. I know. So <sighs> I'm curious to see who they're gonna put in this place because I've been seeing all this on Twitter and it's just so sad because I'm a big Justin Jefferson fan. <gasps> so I don't know. Um, I think this is super tough losing. Jefferson after the Vikings have already been struggling so much this season and both these teams both the Bears and the Vikings are one and four so yeah if the Vikings can't pull away a win I'm I'm gonna be really concerned for them for the rest of the season for sure because no Jefferson even with Jefferson one and four if they can't get it done without without him then so I'm curious to see who they put in his place so that should be a great who, game. Who? Oh, sorry. What's up? No, go for it. Um, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> who do y'all think is going to Super Bowl? The Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> the, the uh, Cowboys. I think the 40, I think we'll see the 49ers. 49ers. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, that 49ers team is absolutely insane. Christian McCaffrey, I mean, Brock Purdy. Can we talk about Brock Purdy? I think he's he now 9 and 0 in the regular season. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> And he deserves his flowers. That team, they they can't be stopped between offense, defense. They got they got Nick Bosa. I mean, what more can you ask for right now? They're doing everything right. 
you know, I'm gonna let y'all talk it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what was the score of that Cowboys 49ers game? We don't talk about it. I think I covered it this on Monday's episode. Audrey, Audrey, this is every single year. The Cowboys are gonna make it to the Super Bowl and they never do. Every year is a new it's opportunity. So it is always a new opportunity. I think y'all are getting Audrey, delusional. Audrey, we're in just the beginning of the season. You never know what can happen there. Audrey, I yes, have a question. Absolutely. We talked it. about this like on Monday's episode. Yes, ma'am. Do you like Dak Prescott as y'all's quarterback? Ooh. <laughs> like, do you? Do you, do you genuinely hot believe take, hot take, that hot Dak take. Prescott? Do you Probably genuinely believe he can win y'all a Super Bowl? I mean... Be careful. <laughs> I, I love Dak as a person. You know, he's such an advocate for mental health and everything that he does yeah. outside of the NFL. He's one... Um, Yes, <laughs> he is Wal- the Walter Payton like thing yeah, of the year. You know, yeah. I can't think of it right now, but I mean, it's he deserves one. So I'm hoping before he either like gets traded or he does retire or whatever, he does deserve a Super Bowl. That man has gone through it all. I mean, he led the team for like six years already. You know, it's it's his time. He deserves one, whether it was with Zeke or not. I mean. At the moment, probably not. But I mean, that's why we have Trey Lance. So I would like to see Trey I Lance in the future. That's what yeah, I said. I, I need do. Trey Lance out there. Him. Hello, hello. Yes. I Trey Lance. And I was saying on Monday's episode, I liked when we had Cooper Rush out there for like a couple of games. Like mm-hmm. I, he 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 held it down. But I want to see Trey Lance out there for sure. That'd be an interesting one, most definitely. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. As much as I want to keep talking about this, we gotta throw it to Karis for the weather. <laughs> weather time. <laughs> so currently it is seventy degrees and it is mostly cloudy. The high today would reached to 78 and the low is 64. Um, you know, we're getting in that cold weather, cold fall season. I'm so excited. <laughs> Sweatshirts, we're all leggings. We're sweaters. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. And then tomorrow the low is 64, the high is 87, but I doubt it will reach that high. Right. Um, and then Friday, 70, 90 degrees. You know, if you're going to ACL, you might want to bundle up just a little bit, but... Who's going to ACL? cares? <laughs> Me. <laughs> but anyways, that is the weather for the day. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. But don't worry, we'll have you covered again on Friday with another edition of Bobcat Radio. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and want to continue to hear more, then make sure to keep up with us by following us at KTSW Sports on all social media. For Karis Lay, Audrey Pasillas, and Kalani De Luna, I'm Taylor Quinn. And thank you for listening to this episode of Bobcat Radio.